0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM.
1: And Pete Weatherburn, our vet, is here from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray, at PeteTheVet.com. You're very welcome, Pete. Good morning. Thanks for coming in. We've got a question here for you. Mm-hmm. Can you explain canine some sort of massage for dogs? Anyone doing it and what credentials do you need to do it in Ireland? Says Maeve in
0: Rathnew. Well, Maeve, caninology isn't something I've ever heard of, I'm afraid. you not? Not at all. I mean, what do it I, means. You have to Google this or something. Yeah. yeah. Can, you
1: can go on your own uh, with talking about it before I Give me a chance to get this. But <laughs> well,
0: so canineology, I guess, what that means technically is. Why don't knowledge. you put in massage for dogs? It means knowledge I mean. of dogs ology is knowledge and canine is dogs so caninology means knowledge of dogs um moving to the broader yeah. subject of massage of dogs yes that's a big thing and it's a, a very much a growing area um i mean i think most dog owners would be well aware that dogs like massage you know i, I know my own dogs and um, there's particular points along their back where if you just rub them quite firmly in those areas you can see they're going oh yes that's kind of ooh sore but ooh a bit nice as well you know and they just like we are with massage um, and they really seem to enjoy it um, and so what's happened is I suppose some human masseurs have taken that on as a, as a particular interest and worked on ad- adapting um, human massage to dog massage and some dogs really do get benefits from it um, there isn't it's not um, regulated or it's not done officially in this country in any way yet um, probably is something which is a bit up and coming mm.
1: Uh, just looking here there's several things like how to give your dog a massage yeah five reasons you should be giving your dog a massage oh here's the font of all knowledge canine uh, Wikipedia here yes. we go canine massage is a branch of massage therapy that promotes health in dogs specifically canine massage therapy is a form of alternative therapy uh, the benefits of which may include relaxation uh, increased oxygenization relief from pain um, improved joint flexibility as well as miscellaneous benefits to the immune system.
0: So certainly one of our nurses at Brave Vet, um, Tanya, she, she's a, a registered veterinary nurse, but she's also been doing extra courses on physiotherapy and learning about, I mean, if you have a dog that's recovering from arthritis or from a, an orthopaedic operation, certainly physical therapy generally, as in doing exercises, doing controlled um, forms of of taking a dog for a walk, or of swimming, all of these things help a lot and massage does fit into that quite well too. Um, you know, um, even just you know, physically holding a dog while you extend and um, flex its legs in different ways. There's lots of ways that just as they help humans, so they help dogs. I think almost any therapy, if you think about how it can make humans feel better, you can apply it then with adaptations to dogs. And indeed, cats.
1: It might be an American term. There's an equine-ology. A equine
0: so there's probably canine-ology as well. Well, I can't see how that means massage. But it says,
1: uh, equine-ology, quality courses in equine sports massage.
0: Well, there you are. So somebody must have adapted that. But, so, but basically it's massage, it is it? It sounds to me like it's all about massage.
1: So it is beneficial. Now, do you need qualifications?
0: No, you don't. In this country, um, I mean, if you if you're going to diagnose and treat animals you have to have veterinary qualifications i think that um if massage therapists are setting themselves up just to make you know to to give dogs pleasure if you like by massaging them to help them relax and so on i don't think that you need um qualifications for that if you want if you if on the other hand you're saying i'm going to treat a dog with arthritis with massage therapy then you'd have to be a vet or a registered veterinary nurse in order to do that um it's quite tightly regulated in that way Okay, but it's a positive thing. Oh, really. I, I, yeah. I I, think it's it's a thing which, um, just as massage therapy can, has many, many benefits for humans, why not for animals too? As long as it's done in the right way. Right, okay.
1: Fair enough. Now, on to the uh, big story at the moment as regards dogs, and that is microchipping.
0: Yeah, that kicks in today. So, as of today, the 31st of March, um... Everybody who owns a dog has to have that dog microchipped. Um, How it works is puppies have to be microchipped by the age of 12 weeks. Or if they leave their home before then, if they leave the breeder's home, if you like, before then, they have to be microchipped before they go. So what that means is from now on, it won't be possible to get a dog that's not microchipped because they should all be done from the very start. Now, added to that... um, if you have an adult dog, you have to go and get it microchipped if it hasn't been done already. So that means that all dog owners out there, if your dog isn't microchipped and registered on, a, on one of the official databases, then you're committing a crime and you could get into trouble. Um, there's a fine of 5,000 euros, up to 5,000 euros if, if your dog isn't done.
1: Lots so of people don't have dog licenses. I mean, is this going mm-hmm. to be dissimilar?
0: Well... It's much easier to enforce than dog licenses. Dog licenses is they're a bit bureaucratic to the extent that you know if you haven't got it on you, they've got to follow it up, and they've you know it's it's not always so straightforward. Should it be scrapped?
1: Should the dog license be scrapped and just be a micro chipping
0: law? Well, I think that I think that's quite a good argument for that. I mean, I think that the, the dog license is only um, is a very low uptake of it. I don't know how many dogs are, are licensed, but certainly way less than sixty percent of the dogs population dog population.
1: Yeah, everybody I talk to has dogs you say, I didn't even know there was supposed to be a, no. a dog license.
0: See, it's, it's organised by local authorities and the thing is, people wouldn't want to drop it because it does create a revenue stream which helps to fund the dog pound service and the local dog warden. So that's that, that that keeps that thing going. So if you just stop dog licenses altogether, you'd lose that revenue stream and you wouldn't be able to pay for your dog warden anymore. So it's, it's not quite as simple as just stopping it. But there is a logic that the, the microchip, which... It's very easy to check because you literally just pass a scanner over any dog in the street and you can see it's microchipped. Um, That's a a much easier thing to enforce, but it doesn't provide a revenue stream. It's just a one-off payment that you make when you get your dog microchipped. Um, So I don't know. I mean, dog licenses are run by the Department of Environment. Under local authorities, whereas microchips are run under the Department of Agriculture, so they're different departments. So it's right. that, that one of the, one of those civil service government issues that's quite yeah. difficult to get your head and, around. And uh, tell us about the cr- the
1: cost of this now.
0: So the cost of the microchip varies quite significantly because it, um, some of the animal charities are, are offering it for free this month, for example. People like Dogs Trust at special sessions where you can get your dog microchipped with no charge whatsoever. Um, other times um, there is, um vets will charge Something close to a consultation fee because you're going to spend 15 minutes with a vet while you get the microchip put in, so they they translate that to a consultation fee. So you might be spending 50 euros on uh, same as a consultation, having a microchip put in. Um, other times b- vets have special deals where they might say, look, we're going to have um, we're going to do it for I don't know 25 euros um, because we're going to do lots of them together and we get some economies of scale here. So it does vary quite a bit, but it certainly would be less than 50 euros um, and. Um, you should phone your local vet and ask them what they charge and they'll tell you And it goes onto a database. Um, for that money, what you get is, first of all, you get a little silicon chip, which is like the size of an elongated grain of rice, and that's injected into the scruff of your dog's neck. But that's just part of it, because the second part is that that chip just carries a 15-digit number. And what you have to do is you have to um, put your details onto a database online, which links to that 15-digit number, so that when somebody scans a the dog, they can then get the number... Go to the computer, and by putting a number into the database, they can find out your name and address. Okay. Uh, um, And so two things have to be done at at the same time. The implanting of the chip, but also the registration. And it has to be at one of the official databases. At the moment, there's four databases that are... um, uh, that are, if you like, accepted by the government as being official databases and you have to use one of those ones you can't just use any old database
1: OK, because now, that's the question related here yeah. Could you ask Pete, my dog was chipped six years ago by a vet who's no longer in business uh, but the chip doesn't seem registered on any database what do I do?
0: What you have to do then is, I mean, to, first of all, go to your local vet and they'll they'll check your chip for free. They'll scan your dog, get the number and go online and see if it's on one of the official databases. If it isn't on one of the official databases, then you have to put it on one. And that will cost you somewhere between, I, I don't know, 10 and 15 euros to have it on a database, one of the official ones. So you don't have to get the dog rechipped. The existing chip will work, but it has the details have to be put onto an official okay. database and you have to then you'll be sent an official microchip certificate and that's what you should do everybody with a dog should now have an official certificate saying my dog is microchipped and on this database um if they don't do that they could get into trouble so you know i mean i don't think people are going to go knocking in folks doors saying um i can hear your dog barking um show me your microchip certificate i don't think that's going to happen um but i, I you know um I, it, it, people should just get it done because it's the right thing to do and it's a one off thing. There's, there's no annual payments, a one off payment, that's the end of it. Get your dog a microchip and registered, job done.
1: Okay. Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Thanks. PeteTheVet.com and consume TV3 and all over the place these days and hear this broadcast again on his website.